Hey y'all, hey. Welcome to Such a Lady and I'm your host Siobhan. If you are new to me in, thanks for stopping by. Welcome to your new toxic family. <laughs> you are home now, so get comfortable and let's get toxic. To my sows, such a ladies, thank you for showing up. I pray this week that you show up for yourselves in whatever that looks like for you. Um, such a lady will be given a Valentine's Day self-care gift away. So definitely stay tuned for details on that. Um, our such a lady of the week is Miss Audrey Arnett. Thank you for giving such a lady a chance. We definitely appreciate it and you. Uh, last week on the episode, I said that dating sites were the devil and I knew somebody was going to come for me. I absolutely did. And y'all did not disappoint. And that is why I love y'all. If we ain't going to be nothing else, we're going to be real. Anywho, y'all's cousin, um, Kingsley's wifey said she met her husband on POF and they have been married for five years. Um, sis, <laughs> it sounds like you're bragging and honestly, I would be too. I love it. I absolutely do. I, I kid, I know I joke a lot, but congratulations to you and your husband praying many more anniversaries for your beautiful family. I know that I joke on here a lot, but I love rooting for love. I absolutely love love. But until I find my boo, let's get toxic. Can we get toxic? All right, let's go. (laughs) Now, this week's toxic story is sad because had you minded your business, you know what I mean? It it just don't make sense. Just mind your business. Um, Y'all probably be like Siobhan. You say all the stories are sad, and it's a crime podcast. Um, I get that, and you're right, but I will probably keep saying that because I can't understand how people could be so heartless. It just baffles me. I don't understand it. But if you have a wonderful mother-in-law, call or text her after this episode, because y'all, <laughs> if y'all have been Yelka's daughter-in-law let's just say y'all wouldn't even be here to talk about it y'all wouldn't even be here to listen to to the podcast i pray that if and when i get married again my mother-in-law will be like one of those let's have dinner on sundays let's go on trips can i come help you cook dinner for the holidays like i've always dreamed that i would have that type of relationship with my mother-in-law and i'm sure that Alexandria felt the same way. Now, let's start at the beginning because Alexandria Pesic was the daughter of immigrants who wanted a better life, not only for themselves, but for their family. The family lived in Vancouver, Canada, and Alexandria was said to be a beauty queen. And not just by her friends and family, she actually <laughs> competed in several several pageants, including the title for Miss Canada. Alex had the men like eating out the palm of her hands, but sources said that she was very sweet, she was humble, she was giving. When she was not working as a dental assistant, Alex loved to spend time with her mom. Do y'all love Alex already? I mean, because I do. I absolutely love her already. 
One of the things that Alex and her mother loved to do was go to open houses and look at the houses that, you know, they wanted to eventually have. Like, they wanted a better life. That's what Alex was working for. So they would go look at these houses and talk about them and just spend time together. Now, y'all remember that Alex was a daughter to immigrants. And at one of the open houses, Alex and her mother attended. They were speaking her parents' native language, Yugoslavia. And apparently someone overheard them, someone being nosy. Um, yeah. And her name was Yelka Pesic. And her and her husband were at an open house as well. So they were there and they're looking around and they hear someone speaking in their language. And so they go over and they introduce themselves because Yelka is excited. She's like, oh my gosh, I found someone here that I can relate to. Now, while talking, Yelka mentions that she and her husband own a car shop and while in, you know, discussion, Alex says, I need to get some work done on my car. So Yelka's like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't go nowhere else. Don't go nowhere else. Come bring your car to our shop. And when you come, make sure you ask for Joe. Now, Yelka is being nice, but she has something else in mind. Yelka has this single son who works at the shop that they own and she makes sure to to tell Alex to ask for him. Now Joe at the time was 27 and Alex was 20. So there was an age gap but not too big of an age gap. So when Alex takes her car to the shop, she of course asks for Joe and within seconds he's smitten with her. Like she's just this beautiful woman and you know he's in awe and Alex thinks Joe was pretty you know he not too bad on the eyes himself you know what I mean so not hey listen can you fix my car and Joe's like not only can I fix your car listen I want to be a part of your life and for Yelka this is great it's what she had in mind when she sent Alex to the shop what Alex didn't know is that although Yelka wanted her to meet her son, she also wanted to dictate how things were done. Kind of like how she set the couple up. She knew what she was doing. Alex really liked Joe and his mother, for that matter. I mean, she did. Until after about a month of dating. And then Joe asked Alex to marry him like this was really fast like they weren't taking any time they bet she was riding on the back of his motorcycle like they was all booed up and Alex was excited she was like okay life is good okay I'm I, I met this nice man he has a nice family and this is the love of my life now <clears throat> Their families had the same background, some of the same values. Alex was thinking, what else could I ask for? She had hit the jackpot. You know, she she had a great future mother-in-law, a fiancé who doted on her. But then the problems began when Alex began planning her dream wedding. Um, because, you know, of course, she had been in pageants. Y'all think this girl 
didn't already have this wedding in her head because she did. The only problem was Yelka. <laughs> Yelka already had her son's wedding planned out. And she had no problem letting Alex know that she had a vision for Alex's wedding too. Okay. <laughs> and Alex tried to be cordial. This, uh, you know, she tried to get along. She was getting ready to marry this lady's son. She had introduced her to the love of her life. Alex didn't want to hate Yelka. She didn't. But Yelka made it hard, <laughs> so much so that Alex was ready to call the wedding off. She was like, listen, I can't do this. This is too much. Your mama is absolutely too much. Um, at the rehearsal dinner, Alex and Yelka got into it and had words like you ruining this for this lady. This is her wedding. You already had your wedding day, Yelka. I'm going to need for you to sit down. Like you're ruining this day for your son and your future daughter-in-law. But you don't care because it got to be your way or the highway. Alex was done. She was like, no, I'm not going to marry into this chaos. I'm not. And I'm, yeah, who, who does your mama think she is? Like, <laughs> I'm your wife, uh, your future wife. So why is she talking to me like that? Well, apparently, Joe is still trying to keep the peace. And Alex's friends convince her that she is marrying Joe and not his mother. So the two decide, okay, we're going to you know, let bygones be bygones. They walk down the aisle. Alex looks beautiful. Joe looks handsome. Everybody's happy. And apparently, Yelka didn't cause a scene. <laughs> apparently, somebody had told her to sit down somewhere, okay? And so the couple get married. They go on their honeymoon. They're gone for a week. And I'm sure Alex was happy. Like, all this stress she had to deal with during this wedding with her mother-in-law. And, yes, take me away. <laughs> yes, if I don't deserve nothing else, take me away. And that's exactly what Joe did. So they went and they had the honeymoon. And they had to come back, you know, because reality, life, life was life. And so they come back. Um, for Alex, she thought that things were going to get better. She was the wife now. Okay. The, the miss is like, you respect me. Um, that is until she would come home from work <laughs> knowing that her mother-in-law had been in their house, whether it was to cook, clean, or to drop off groceries. Um, she never cleared it with the lady of the house. She would just come into their apartment and do whatever she wanted to do. Yoka didn't care because who was going to check her? Like, who going to check me, boo? Not Joe. Alex tried to keep the peace, but she said that Yoka really wanted to control the marriage. From what she wore to how she cleaned, even how she cooked. And Alex wasn't a punk. She kept it cute, but she let Yoka know, look, I don't need a, I don't need a mom. I have a mom. Okay. I don't, I don't need, I need for you to step back. You're, you're, you're doing a little bit too much. Um, but Yoka didn't care and she didn't take heed. She just kept pushing because who would know her son and what he likes better than his mother? Okay. <laughs> who would know? Joe better than Yelka. So, of course, Alex should be listening to everything and doing everything she's telling her to do. <laughs> Are you crazy? 
whatever. Alex eventually got tired and was done with Yoka. She was like, listen, I'm, I'm done with your mom. I washed my hands of it. Um, and this really put Joe in a, in a, in a bad place. The two women that he loved the most could not get along, but Alex wasn't compromising. It was respect me or leave me alone, but it's going to have to be one of the two. Now, Joe didn't want to lose his wife, so he put some distance between him and his mom. And I know Yoka was at that house pissed, like, <laughs> listen, I can see the smoke coming from her head. Like, how dare you try to take my son away from me? Then Yelka and her husband come up with this idea that they're going to offer to give the couple a down payment on a house. But of course, there are strings attached because it was a house that Yelka had already picked out. And it just so happened to be five minutes away from Yelka's house. Mm, Coincidence? I think not. Now, Alex was a smart woman because Alex didn't want to take Yelka's offer. She didn't. She was like, mm, no, because she knew this lady was not this sweet mother-in-law she dreamed of having. She knew she wasn't. But apparently, Joe convinced Alex that all would be okay, and the couple eventually moved into their first home together. Joe still had to play the middleman between his wife and his mother, but things were going good. Joe was still working at his parents' shop and Alex as a dental assistant. Alex was doing everything right. She finished school, she got married, she got her dream job, and then the couple found out that they were having a baby. So Alex was just over the moon, okay? Alex and Joe. At this time, Joe was still keeping his distance between his family and his wife, but once the baby gets here, Joe has a change of heart and wants his mother to get to know her grandson. You know, you know, let's let bygones be bygones. You know, let's I think she's different now. You know, maybe the baby's going to change her. This is when I knew that Yelka was gangster. Okay? This is if I didn't ever think that she was, this is when I knew she was gangster. One night, Alex and Joe go out for a much-needed adult night. Um, The baby is about six months at this time. Joe is like, my mom can watch the baby, and I could see Alex just tensing up in my head when he says that. Like, who? Come again? Like, (laughs) I'm sorry, who did you say? Uh, Because why would you even put that out there? I I don't, why would you even say that lady's name in my presence? I could just feel Alex tensing up. And I'm sure Joe was like, my mama raised me. I mean, you know, I'm okay. I grew up to be a good man. (laughs) But did you, Joe? Did you? Did you really? Did she really raise you right? Um, But anyway, Joe convinces Alex that nothing could go wrong. And so they go to drop the baby off at Yelka's house. And she says, I have some tea that will put the baby right to sleep. And I'm like, lady, this baby just got here. (laughs) You already trying to put him to sleep. Y'all just met. Can he sit up for a minute? And, And Alex is like, no, absolutely not. I breastfeed him. And that's all I, that's all he drinks is my milk. Don't get his baby no tea. 
even Joe says to his mama, listen, don't get a baby no tea. Please don't get a baby no tea. So the mama's like, no, I won't get a baby no tea. So they go out, they have a good time. They come back to get the baby and Alex is trying to wake the little baby up and she can't get him to wake up. And she is trying to move him around and he is just not moving. And so she goes in to feel for a pulse and it's very faint. So she asked, did you give my baby some tea? Did you give the baby the tea? And Yelka eventually admits, yeah, I gave him some tea. So they rushed the baby to the hospital and thank God the baby was okay. But after this, like you didn't left a bad taste in my mouth. Alex was like, nope, it's a wrap. Mm-mm. So she takes her and the baby to her mom's house and she gives Joe an ultimatum. Like, listen, it's either your family or me, but it can't be both because your mama's crazy as hell. And <laughs> I'm not going to keep playing with her. And so Joe is like, I don't want to lose you, but I work at the shop, my parents' shop. If I leave the shop, then I don't have a job. And let's not forget that they put down the money for this house. Like, how am I just supposed to walk away from them? And Alex was like, I can understand that. And I know that's going to be hard for you. So I won't even give you an ultimatum I'll just walk away and that's what she did so after two years of being married Alex filed for a divorce from Joe and it was not gonna be a (laughs) a a nice divorce at all it was very very ugly they had this bitter custody battle behind the baby because of course you know Yelka's on the back backside telling Joe what to do because he a mama's boy. Let's just call a spade a spade. He's a mama's boy. Um, because why would you not have put your mama in her place a long time ago? Why would it even get to the point that your wife felt like she had to walk away with the baby? Because she didn't feel safe. She didn't feel safe for herself and she didn't feel safe for her baby. And it's sad that she had to be the person to protect the baby. You weren't like, okay, well, you know what, mama? Enough is enough you're crazy and I'll kill you. You know what I mean? You didn't do that. Your wife had to be, your wife had to be the person to say, look, I'm going to protect our baby, even if you won't. And that pissed Yoka off. She was like, first of all, don't be trying to, don't be over trying to tell us what to do with our son and our grandson. But Alex was like, no, I, it's, I'm done. And once she was done, she meant it. So they go to court and they're going back and forth. And eventually Alex wins custody of their son. She gets child support and she gets the house. So you know they pissed. <laughs> Yoka is over there hot. Hotter than fish grease, okay? Because how did this happen? Why did she even leave? Like, I that is not what Yoka had in mind when she set this couple up. This is not it. This is not all. This is this is gone bad. And Yoka's pissed off because she's losing control. Alex is not supposed to be leaving. Not at all, especially not with the baby. So eventually Alex, you know, moves on with her life and she's like, okay, I'm done with this family. I'm, I'm, I'm done. And one day she gets a book put on her door and it's called the death of Cindy James. And in the book, there are certain parts that are highlighted. And there was a certain part that was highlighted where Cindy James yard was on fire. Well, then a couple of days later, 
Alex's front yard is on fire. And so it's like everything that's happening in this book is happening to Alex. And so she decides she's going to hire a private investigator because she's like, I need to figure out what's going on. Because at this point, Alex feels like somebody is following her in a white car. So she hires this private investigator to get to the bottom of everything that's going on and see who's doing it. But I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I think Alex already knew who was doing it. I think she just was getting the proof so that she could use it against Joe and his family in court. But I would bet all the church's money that she knew who was following her. And so one day she's leaving work and her friend asked her for a ride home. And Alex is like, yeah, I'll give you a ride home. And they're in the car, they're getting ready to go, and her friend bends down to put her bag down. And while she's bending down, she hears these gunshots, and she knows when she hears the shots that Alex has been hit. So she stays down until the gunshots, till the shots stop, and then she hears this car pull off. Well, by this time, Alex has fallen on her because she's been shot twice. Her friend gets out the car and she runs back into the office and gets the doctor to try to help Alex. But by this time, when the ambulance comes and they get get Alex to the hospital, it's too late. She's already gone. Um, But there, there are people on the scene and they can see that there was a red car that drove off. They even got the license plate number. And so the police look into it and they find out that the license plate was a stolen vehicle. So they're like, okay, well, that's not helping us because somebody stole the cars. It wasn't a person who owns the car. So they look into Joe and his family. Well, Joe's like, I couldn't have did it because I was at a a swimming pool. Look, I have a receipt. And the police are like, dang, it's kind of funny that you you saved your receipt. You just automatically got it here available for us. And then they look into his parents. Well, his parents have an alibi as well because they were at their shop. So then the police are like, well, I don't know what's going on. Well, someone calls the police and tells them, hey, look, I have proof that I saw Yoka going to set Alex's yard on fire. And so the police are like, you don't say. And so then they start putting 24-hour surveillance around the whole Pesky family, like the Pesic family. They're like, something has got to break. And so it does. They follow Yoka one day and a guy gets in her car. And when he gets in her car, he like gets down so no one can see him. And so the police are like, okay, we don't know what's going on, but it's now or never. So they go and they arrest Yelka and the guy in the car. And when the guy in the car gets out of the car, $30,000 falls out. Like, who just has $30,000 just walking around? And why is it in your shorts? why, Why don't... Okay. Anyway, so they arrest him and they arrest Yelka. And by this time, they, they, the police have been watching. They, they, they have wired tight. They have, uh, they've like wired the phone and they're listening to everything. So they know what's going on. They have this and they have this evidence. And then they know that Yoka has to have given this man money for something. Well, then they get another tip and they confront 
the girlfriend of one of the guys who they get a tip on. And she's like, yeah, I'll go in. I'll wear a wire. And she goes in and she wears a wire and her boyfriend confesses everything to her. He says everything. Yeah, Yelka was the one who wanted, you know, Alex dead. She was the mastermind behind it. And so come to find out, there were a total of three men involved in Alex's death. And those three men, along with Yelka, were all found guilty of murdering Alex. And they were all sentenced to life in prison in Canada. About 15 years after Yelka was in prison, she tried to get out because she said that she felt like she had served her time. Ma'am, you had this, you had your grandson's mother murdered. Why? Because she didn't want to do what you told her to do. This grown woman didn't want to do what you told her to do. And she was denied as she should have been because ma'am, you don't need to get out of jail and kill no more people at all. Now, what's crazy, though, is that Joe did not get, he didn't get sentenced to anything. The police could not find anything on Joe to charge him with. So he walked away. Crazy thing is, though, Alex's parents took custody of the baby. And Joe, the one who fought so hard to get custody, that's why I said it was his mama, Yelka, because Joe fought so hard to get custody of that baby. And never, ever tried to after the baby's mom was gone. Even after his mom went to jail, never tried to get custody. Oh, never paid child support. Just was out here living his best life, doing what he wanted to do. And I know that he knew something, you know what I mean? But his mom took the file for it, as she should, because why would you kill this lady? You set them up. You sent this lady over there. Like, you said, go to the shop and see my son. And she did, and she died because of it. Like, all she wanted to do was get her car fixed, and she ended up losing her life. Just such a sad story. So, yes, please, if you have a great mother-in-law, call her and tell her you love her today. Because this mother-in-law's out here plotting on their daughter-in-law's <laughs> left and right, I guess. Crazy, crazy story. You guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's toxic story. But you already know where we're going with this. If you are in a toxic relationship, listen, you've prayed about it. You've cried about it. You're looking for confirmation. This is it. This is the confirmation you needed. If you need help, you can always reach out to us at Such a Lady. Um, If you don't want us in your business, that's okay. You can always reach out to the National Domestic Hotline at one 800-799-SAFE. If you are the toxic person in a relationship, it's okay. You don't got to be toxic no more. You know, you a new day, fresh, fresh, fresh beginnings. You know what I mean? We can always change. Um, if you want to change, you can always reach out to us or you can reach out to the National Domestic Hotline. They can help you too. Um, but the thing is, we can't want it for you. We can't want it better than you want it. So we're praying today that you choose you. Um, I pray that you all have a great day on purpose. If your morning does not start off great, it is okay. Do not milk a bad moment. Do not let it have your day. 
Um, choose, choose joy. Don't let nobody steal your joy because nobody gave it to you. I would love to meet you all over on our socials at Instagram. It's such a lady 30 and at Facebook. It's such a lady. Um, I love you guys and don't forget to be great on purpose. I'll meet you guys back here. Same toxic time, same toxic place next week. I love you guys. Bye.